Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with my co-host, Yuse. What's up, guys? And today we're talking about the golden boy of the Euro 2021, Pedri. Right? We're going to break down his 2020-2021 performance with FC Barcelona. Then we're going to talk about his just world-renowned Euro performance. And then we'll speak a little bit about the Olympics as well as what we expect next season under Komen, year two for FC Barcelona. And it's kind of an interesting story, use because when you look at Pedri in the, in the last season for Barca, right, the end of the season was so shambolic, right, barely beating Valladolid after the international break, losing to Real Madrid, drawing Atletico Madrid, losing to Celta Vigo. Why are you right? reminding all of me of all of this? Awful performances. Uh-huh. <laughs> awful performances from our defense, right? There wasn't a lot to look and be that happy about. I mean, sure. Messi had had a great second half of the season, right, in this calendar year. But Pedri, Frankie de Jong, Busquets, they had bright points, but overall just looked so tired. And Pedri, I think the thing that I think about when I think of his last season, very first season with Barca, is that 18 years old, he played an extraordinary amount of games, right? On my birthday, May 8th, against Atletico, he made his 50th performance uh, appearance for Barca. And he was the seventh most used player on the team, right? Uh, I think only... Dijon of those three in the midfield was used more than Pedri. And so even though he had, you know, a lot of brilliant moments and there was a lot for Barca fans to be happy about, right? He carried the ball forward. He was that left uh, attacking midfielder. He was connecting well with Messi, back heels to Griezmann, connecting with Dembouz. Even though there was a lot of hype around him, I mean, he was a, a very good 18-year-old who I was excited to see, you know, how he would develop. But I never expected the the you know the Euro performance, that semifinals against Italy, the the adulation, Luis Enrique saying that he is doing things that Iniesta wasn't doing at 18 years old, right? So how do you square that away, Yus? Like when you look back at the last season for Barca, how do you evaluate it and think about it? Well, to begin, right, as you're saying, the guy was playing so many minutes, 2,900 minutes for Barcelona between La Liga and Champions League because we didn't really see him in the Copa del Rey. But at the end of the day, right? If you said those same things about someone like Aleish or Ricky Pooch, it would be crazy. You'd be like, holy crap, yeah, they're amazing. exactly. That's true. And so at the end of the day, you know, um, Petru is playing so much and so often. I think the issue with what you're saying is you're, you're wondering, like, how is he getting so much admiration from uh, Luis Enrique and the world about how great he's been doing? It's, I think... Part of this flows into the end of the season, which a lot of people were talking about, including ourselves. Peggy was getting tired, which is totally understandable. 18 years old, playing 2,900 minutes. I'd be tired, too, if I even if I played soccer for my whole life. And then sure. on t- I, I think uh-huh. one thing you're mentioning is like, and that's a good point, is that I think I might have set my expectations of him as if he, because he played, he came in so quick from mm-hmm. uh, Las Palmas from the second league in Spain, and then he immediately was a starter and performing in all these big games. I think I might have, you know, had too high of expectations. Imagining him as like a 27 or 28-year-old who was, you know, supposed to be this physical freak playing all these games. You know, he's 18 years mm-hmm. old, and I think you, that was a good point to make me kind of manage my expectations and realize like, yeah, if we said the same thing about Elish, if we said the same thing about Ricky Pooch, I mean, we would have said that, you know, if they played the season he did, we would say, oh my God, they're so great. And I think just because of how quickly Pedri came and assimilated himself with the team and was, you know, so crucial throughout the season, I think I uh, undervalued what he brought to the table. A hundred percent. And if you, you go back and after, you know, we had this discussion, I think yesterday, 
I went back just to watch some videos, and oh my gosh, dude, some of these pa- these passes, they're beautiful. Imagine being able to set yeah. these passes up for Dembele running through and Messi running through in the back heels, and the confidence he has with uh, passing the ball. It seems so fluid. It seems effortless, right? And that's the big thing to look and at. And the ability mm-hmm. to move the ball forward, yes, right? I yes. think a lot of the mm-hmm. issues we had during the Valverde Setien era was that we didn't have that midfielder who was really able to connect the uh, you know center of the park with the front of finding our the open spots three. and when the runners are ready yep. to run delivering the ball in a position where they can receive and beat their defender right and that's really important for a and midfielder a, exactly mm-hmm. and his skill set I think it, it perfectly pairs with Frankie de Jong I mean Frankie I think of as someone who's able to dribble the ball forward a little bit more and who you know might be more of a threat in the box mm-hmm. and you know get active in that area whereas uh, Pedri does a really good job of you know one-time passes of these incisive passes that try and get behind the line and connect it to Griezmann or you know Messi Dembele and so I think overall you know, Pedri had a really good season for us, and uh, I'm excited to see kind of what he brings next season. But in the middle here, we just had this Euros, and I mean, this is the Euros that like anyone would dream of, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost as great as Lionel Messi <laughs> winning the Copa America and being an international champion, even though you don't like him that yeah. much. But Pedri, right? Uh-huh. Let's just list it off. You have young player of the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Against Italy in the semifinal, 65 out of 65 passes completed in that first 90 minutes. Uh, you know. Morata came out and said he'll be one of the best players in Spain's history for sure, right? Pedri Bake broke Wayne Rooney's record of the youngest player to play in the knockout stages. And it's just so amazing because, you know, we all think about luck and fate and how, you know, we hope it goes our way. Pedri is like the, the poster boy of that idea because had the Euros happened in 2020 mm. when the coronavirus mm-hmm. and the coronavirus didn't exist Definitely. he wouldn't have made it yeah right Pedri I mean maybe as a sub but no way would he have had this impact and thankfully Lucho Luis Enrique the FC Barcelona legend right was able to see kind of what Pedri brought and put him up to the challenge early on and what an incredible Euros it was I mean all throughout we saw so many just Praise and praise heaped on him from journalists around the world. Gary Lineker tweeting about him. Sid Lowe wrote a fantastic profile on The Guardian about him. And, you know, it, it was just, it was amazing. You know, one thing I, I want to call out that I really thought was cool, you know, we all saw uh, we all saw Saka miss that fifth penalty against Italy in the finals, right? England versus mm-hmm. Italy. I really appreciated how Luis Enrique uh, pulled him off Pedri in extra time in the semifinals against Italy, so Pedri wasn't put in the position mm. to have some sort of letdown right sure. in penalties when he's not that good. <laughs> um, yeah. So overall, I mean, it was just brilliant, right? You, so what else can you say about Pedri in the Euros? So the biggest thing I, I have been thinking about is that at the end of the day, we Pedri is so reliable in the fact that he's such a young player, he plays mm-hmm. with confidence, and he's able to go into these big tournaments like the Euros 2020, and play like someone who's been playing for years against these high caliber players and teams, right? It's 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 un uh, uncommon that you see a player eighteen years old come in and do something like that and really have an authority over the ball in such a sure. demanding position yeah. and a demanding turn. I mean, he was a starter, yeah. right? It wasn't like he was someone off the bench to bring energy, right? Like you know. We, we get so hyped up about so many different players. And it's like, Pedri, he like really delivered at the age of 18, mm-hmm. came up, like you're saying, and became an integral part of a team that made the semifinals in a Euros when I didn't really think Spain was going to make it that far. And so it's just a testament, like you're saying, to his confidence, sure. to his ability, and how he's able to integrate with his team. Now, Yus, 
here's the one thing I'm not too stoked about, right? As we transition from looking at the Euros kind of to the future, he's going to the Olympics, right? He's going with Mingueza and Eric Garcia from Barca. Mm-hmm. He's going with the Spain team at this Olympics in Japan that is really hyped up and, and, and might win. And, you know, the win, the gold medal would be really huge. Neymar won it last Olympics. Messi won it right mm-hmm. in 08. I mean, the Olympics is a huge trophy. And, you know, you can't blame the kid for wanting to play for his team. And in Spain, the Spanish Federation, they basically say that Barca can't, like, withhold him from going to the, the Olympics. They have to let him go because, you know, he's mm-hmm. a Spanish player. But use. I mean, after we just talked about how tired he was and how much we thought he, you know, uh, kind of dragged on at the end of mm-hmm. the season for Barca... Uh, you know, he go goes to the Euros, plays almost every minute. Now he's going to the Olympics. He's probably going to be an integral player. I mean, it just it seems like too much. And as you know, we look to next season with Komen and how Pedri is almost inevitably going to be a vital player for the team. I'm worried about his legs use. Well, here's the the thing here. He is 18 years old, and I think he can handle it because he doesn't seem like someone like Dembouz who has injury-prone issues. I mean, play, pray to the uh, Barca gods here that <laughs> nothing like that happens. I um, but, you know, I, I, I think if Komen does this correctly, because our beginning to 2021-2022 Barcelona season is going to be a little bit rough, and if if Komen yep. can do this correctly and sub out appropriately, start not be regular Komen, regular Valverde playing the same eleven, then I think we can do it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, if Komen doesn't account for the fact that Pedri just played Euro twenty twenty and Olympics, I'm gonna have to blame that one on Komen, right? Um, well, uh, I think actually I think you're mm-hmm. right, but I think what's almost a bigger thing here is that what we really need is for the board and Komen to say, hey. We're going to give Pedri some time to rest, sure. right? I don't want him coming in the first week of La Liga playing. I don't want him coming in the second or third week, right? I think he needs to have at least, you know, a month break between the Olympics and starting to, like, fully play live mm-hmm. games in La Liga or Champions League or Copa with Barca. Sure, I'm not too worried about him coming back and then being, like, cold or anything. I think he has kind of just that natural tendency to uh, come out and perform very well uh, despite but he needs yeah, rest, of course. right? It's not about. Yeah. I'm not worried about him being cold. Yeah. It's just like you know, 18 years no, old. No, that's what I'm saying. You're not physically developed. So that he, you know, if he does take that time, we're not worried about him coming back after a month and then being like not prepared. I think he will be perfectly fine. He just needs the rest, you know. Um, sure. You know, as we kind of look to the n- mm-hmm. next season, right? Barca just played to get today. Uh, we had some young players, right? We had uh, Minaj, who's the guy who, you know, is a striker from Barca B, who Barca are already, you know, um, saying they're going to let go. I think as we look to the next season, that's already mm-hmm. started today. I think the thing we really want to see Pedri improve on are two things that are so correlated, right? One, I want him to have more confidence in taking a shot when he's mm-hmm. put in opportunity. I feel like there were some times at the end of that Barca season when he had shots open to him that he just didn't feel comfortable taking. And he didn't feel comfortable taking because of the second thing he needs to improve on, <laughs> which is just his overall accuracy, okay. right? I just I, He didn't have the finishing ability that we saw from Frankie last season. I mean, Frankie didn't score a tremendous amount of goals, but there was that period in like January and February where Frankie took a more active role inside the box and tried to score. And I just want to see Pedri you know, get a shot from outside the box that can be threatening. Get a little bit more comfortable interplaying with Messi or Depay and, you know, putting the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, I I think me and you both had been watching those games saying like, oh, man, like he just needs to finish uh, with the shots. And 
I maybe he's just not used to it. I don't know. But uh, he also I I remember seeing when he scored a couple of those goals in last season. He doesn't seem too fired up about it. I kind of want him to get that energy out mm-hmm. after scoring. Kind of. Um, kind of feel that like this is his place and i know he feels confident in the team sure. but uh he's one of those guys you know like he played in the euro 2020s against some big teams and i think coming into this next season he already played one season with barcelona he's going to be more confident more ready to play against someone like atletico madrid yep. real madrid um, i mean his confidence has to be yeah, so high exactly right? like, <laughs> i can't even imagine being 18 years old having your coach and you know uh, Marata say that you're going to be a, a, an all-timer and that you're as good as Iniesta. Like the confidence has to be sky high. Uh, you know, th- I think the thing that's going to be very interesting to see is, are we going to roll out um, Pedri, Dijon, and Busquets again every game? I think you know we're kind of uh, discussing the fact that we need to have some more sure. rotations. But there is every single year that goes on, Busquets he he has some resurgent games, and then it also feels like at times he's you know slowing down play a little much, and he's not going to be good against counterattacking teams, and so it's going to be hard for Barca to yeah. come through and win the Champions League, th- League this season, but I do think I'm interested to see how Pedri's going to fit in and whether or not we'll have some more adjustments. There are some rumors Laporta is going to emphasize to Coman, hey, I want to see a 4-3-3 more rather than like the 3-5-2 sure. or 3 uh, 4-3 we saw last season. And so, you know, I want to see Pedro do more of the same, but with that improved shooting. I want to see him connect with Depay, yeah. right? The big, the big, big guy that we're getting back that I'm so excited about. Uh-huh. Fati Mania. Anzu Fati. Yep. Right? I really want to <laughs> see how Pedri and Fati can combine. I want to see once Dembouz comes back, you know, hopefully we figure out his whole injury and his contract situation. And so there's a lot sure. to look forward to, and I'm excited excited to see Pedri. And let us know in the comments what you guys think about Pedri, whether it's the Euros, Olympics, is he playing too much? Uh, is he going to be the next Iniesta? Is he going to have a crazy next season? Is he going to win the Ballon d'Or in 2022? <laughs> let us know all your thoughts. Uh-huh. Yusin and I really appreciate you guys tuning in, and uh, we hope you have a Thanks, wonderful guys. week.